It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, it's Ron Johnson, and this is Locked On Sports Minnesota. It's Friday. It's Friday. It's Saturday, Sunday. I mean, my kids listen to kids, kids Bob every day. I take them to school, so that's in my head. But it is Friday. It's the roundtable. I'm Ron Johnson. That's Julia Daniels. We got Reggie Wilson. We got Sam Ekstrom. And we're going to talk a little Gophers. We're going to talk Vikings. We might even talk, has Taylor Swift gotten, like, put on the back burner now? I don't know. But we'll talk about all that. But first, got to get locked in on this show. So, Julia, what you got for us? All right, we're talking border battle. How do the Vikings handle the Packers? What are we expecting this weekend? Wolves made me look bad, man. I, they, they come out looking clunky. We'll talk about their opening season performance. And the Wild haven't been too sharp either. They are 3-3-1 three, three and one through seven games. Do we have any meaningful takeaways from the start of the Minnesota Wild season? And for those watching on YouTube, Amazon Fire, Roku, you see it. Roll the boat. We're going to talk about this boat. Oars are in the water, people. Gophers, Michigan State. Can the Gophers rattle off, like we said, four out of the next five games and put themselves in a really good bowl game, possibly the Big Ten Championship? We'll talk about that much more coming up on the roundtable. And so with no further ado, Julia, everybody wants to know about this Vikings-Packers game. To me, it, it, it hasn't had the allure of, of past seasons with no Aaron Rodgers. But what do you think about this game? Yeah, I also think it's kind of like hangover time, you know, a little bit after this Monday night game. If anything about Monday, it, it just taught us that we just don't know when it comes to the Vikings, right? You know, <laughs> they surprise us in, in executing the way that they've talked about executing all season. Also, just, you know, you're right, without Rodgers there, I think the only time the Vikings haven't seen Farber Rodgers since before I was born was two times when Rodgers was out, I think, and that's it. So you just don't know. I also, I, I mean, if I were to pick, I would say confidently the Vikings. I think this, these D-backs are, are ready to keep the ball rolling, um, and they see a young quarterback like Jordan Love. They want to take advantage of that. Um, I, I, I would also say it could be a close game to a one score game, which also if this was last year, I'd say Vikings for sure. Um, this year, one score games, maybe a little less confident, but, uh, overall, even, even missing JJ, man, Jordan Addison looks very special out there. You got to get the run game going a little bit more, but, um, yeah, definitely, uh, a little less exciting, especially with a short week and, and coming off a game like the 49ers. But um, Vikings fans should be excited and, and confident headed into this one. Mm, Reggie. So I, I think it's interesting because um, this Jordan Addison, Jair Alexander matchup should be fun because Jair, you know, he's got a bad back, he, man. Yeah, I don't he, know. He I don't locks, know if he's going to play. Well, that that would be that would be a, a development, yeah. um, but I, I think I would just want to see him continue to you know mature. I think he matured a lot in that game on Monday night. You know, got the ball ripped from him. I'm like, yeah, dude needs to get in the weight room. Like, he can't just be having people out there taking his cookies like that. And then <laughs> in that second. In that second one, he was like, "Oh no, never mind. Like, I'm I'm strong now. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the cookies <laughs> back." 
<laughs> it was just like, okay, all right. One thing though, um, I don't think anybody in the league has blitz more than Brian Flores. And I think that's going to be a good recipe for this defense because Jordan love God love him, but he has been prone to making mistakes. Like he continues to throw interception after interception and Look, with this Vikings defense being as opportunistic as they've been the last few weeks with turnovers, I think this presents a good opportunity for them to pressure a young quarterback, get after him a little bit. Maybe uh, something similar to the game plan they have for Justin Fields because Jordan Love can use his legs a little bit more than we saw from from Brock Purdy. So they're going to have to keep contain on him and make him beat you as a passer and we have seen like i said that he is prone to to throwing you one so i think that's the defensive game plan and you just want to see the offense carry over uh the effort kirk cousins nine for 12 on third downs you want to just continue to see them carry over that effort without jj on offense on sunday let me let me get a hot take in here i miss aaron Rodgers. i miss him i miss the rivalry I miss the matchup. I miss the buildup. I miss the trash talk. I miss the the vitriol. I I don't like this. I, I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable looking at the opposing quarterback and saying, "Yeah, he's like he's terrible against the blitz. He's just he's terribly inaccurate. He's just bad." Um, I miss the having to go up against the best. So I'm maybe in the minority here, but I wish that a Raj was healthy and wearing green of the Packers color because the storylines were just too good. But this is a, a dream matchup for the Minnesota Vikings defense right now. Jordan Love is mired in the biggest slump of his young career so far. It's not a very long career. Um, he's 30th in the league when under pressure in passer rating. That's not going to play well against the Brian Flores defense. So if the Vikings offense shows up, in this game and puts together just a an adequate performance. I think the defense should be able to to carry the way here, which is a huge reversal from last season where we were we were just nervous about the defense every single game were they going to blow it. And now I'm just saying, hey, they I have confidence that they're going to handle Jordan Love and the Packers. Offense don't turn the ball over. Jordan Addison don't get your cookies taken, and I think the Vikings will win this football game. For me, and and I and I do agree with you, Sam. When you look at completion percentage for Jordan Love, uh, he's thirty second. Uh, for those that don't know, I think there's what there's thirty two teams in the NFL, so um, you guys can do the math on that. Um, he also, when you look at yardage, he's twenty second. Like he's not a guy, and I kind of understand the Aaron Rodgers like missing him thing, but at the other end of it, I'm like, I'll take two W's against the Packers, make them nice and easy. Uh, kind of like Iowa, you know, offense sucking it up. Like, I'll take that. Uh, just like Wisconsin might not have running backs when we play them at the end of the year. I'll take that as well. Like, I really don't care. I'll take the wins. Um, but I, I do understand. And maybe that's why I said, like, it doesn't feel like a border battle of pass because there's no Aaron Rodgers. There's no vitriol. There's no absolute hate uh, for the team. It's just kind of like you, you almost feel bad. Like, they're, I mean, they're two and four. So you're just like, who is this team? And so – this is one of those trap games, and this is why I say that. When you look at their defense, uh, and, and I bought the stat up before, they're 14% completion when you're in third and eight or higher, third and eight to third and 15. So they do a really good job when they're on schedule, first and second down. 
when they're off schedule, when they let you get in third and three, they they drop drastically. 44% on uh, first downs and uh, third downs. Uh, sorry, first down and touchdowns on third down. And so with that said, this team, Kirk Cousins specifically, has to stay ahead of schedule. When you watch Jared Goff, the way he handled the Packers, that's the way this has to go. Um, I don't think you give any hope. And, and when you look at their injury report for the Packers, it's a laundry list of names. Literally a laundry. Like Valentine at corner would not be playing if guys were – Darnell Savage is on IR now. Like they are really hurting on the back end for, for their DBs. And then vice versa, other than Marcus Davenport, the Vikings seem like they've been pretty healthy throughout this. And I feel like the 49ers game gave them a bit of confidence that everybody was wondering because every single game, again, has been one score games. And so they haven't been bad. They haven't gotten blown out even by the Eagles. And so, and that was the one thing we said when they go to the Eagles, like hopefully they don't get boat raced and they didn't. Well, now we have what we have. So uh, I think this is going to be a close one as well, I, I, but I do feel like the Vikings, this should be the one that we shouldn't see a one-score game. Hopefully this is a win by 14 type of game, win by 13. But again, this is the Minnesota Vikings, and you just never know. We've been here for a while. Now it's time for the FanDuel, the part we all love, uh, the FanDuel locks. Um, there's some that you can always bet on. I, I think I, because I think I even said it about last week about the 49ers. Like I was a little bit nervous in the fact that they have to win everything plus win the money line. Um and that was, I'm glad I didn't take that one. So we're going to talk about the FanDuel locks. Starting off with Reggie, what you got? Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> so based on uh, how the last several weeks have gone, this is probably the easiest one that I could do. Anytime touchdown score, Jordan Addison, ooh, plus 155. Okay. Give it to me, man. Give it to me. Book it. <laughs> Sam. Yeah, I like that. Um, so the Vikings are favored by a point and a half. That's ridiculous. I don't I, I don't think that's enough. I'm gonna go to alternate spread and I'm gonna crank that thing up from one to two to three to four to five to thirteen and a half. Vikings Ooh. by two touchdowns, and I'm gonna get paid plus four fifty on that winning margin. I would also sprinkle a little dust on Christian Watson under. 47 and a half receiving yards. I don't know if he's fully healthy. Um, and he's had a, a lot of clunkers this year already. So I think that, that the Vikings will shut down Watson, who I don't trust at all. Um, this is, I'm, I'm very bullish on the Vikings. I, I don't know if I should be this confident, but I, I like the purple mm. a lot. Mm, be careful, Sam. Yeah. It's dangerous. <laughs> Julia. I'm going to go to score. Two or more touchdowns, and I'm going with Jordan Addison. Oh, yeah, plus 1200 for that one. Hey, I got confidence in that guy. I mean, it's also TJ's on here for plus 1400, two or more touchdowns. You can make some money off those guys. Mm. Well, the one I'm gonna go with, and I have to kind of do this because I picked him. Um, is and sorry, Sam. Did you look at the injury report? Was Aaron Jones on it? He's on it, right? Yeah, Aaron Jones is on it. He, I think it was limited. He, yeah, limited with a hamstring. But AJ Dillon is going. Dillon is good. Okay, that's what I Jones thought. Jones is, yeah, Jones is a hammy. And so hamstring running back, you just don't know. And so here's where I go with this. I have a three person. So this is a plus. Uh, was it plus twenty six hundred? Um. You got Jordan Addison, anytime touchdown score. So I'm going to see Reggie's and I'm going to raise him a TJ Hawkinson. 
and then A.J. Dillon, anytime touchdown scores. Uh, I feel like the Packers understand the only way to slow down the blitz is run the ball. And I know Matt LaFleur knows that. He also knows I don't want to let Jordan Love out to the Wolves. I can't put raw meat out for the Sharks. Like, I have to protect him in his own shell. How do I do that? I got to find a way to motion, shift, and run the ball because the 49ers did it. Then the 49ers caught the Vikings slipping with the slip route to, uh, uh, what's his name in the flat, uh, Christian McCaffrey. And so I think he's thinking the same thing. So that's why anytime tough shots, I'm going to go with A.J. Dillon. I think Aaron Jones, who knows if he plays or not. If he does, he might be limited. But I think Jordan Addison, when you watch the, the, the Broncos game and you watch, and I hope Jair Alexander does not play. Um, because Valentine, if you watch, and if you guys want to watch, I'm doing the breakdown on Sunday on the pregame show, uh, Ron's film review. I am going to pick on number 37 three times in a row on third down. Teams attacked him uh, multiple times within that game, though. Three different games, 37 got attacked, Valentine. So I hope the Vikings identify. That's my word for the day on Sunday. Identify. If you can identify what number 37 is, I hate to say it, and, and, and Reggie, you know this from basketball, when you have a mouse in the house, go to the big man. So whoever 37 lines up on. Barbecue chicken. Hey, barbecue chicken. You alert. You alert, you alert, and then you go after him because he is terrible in man. He is terrible in zone. He doesn't know how to turn his head and find the ball. I mean, Russell Wilson threw three balls that should have been picked off if he just knew how to locate the ball, and it dropped like right over his helmet into the receiver's breadbasket. So it's like, dude, just turn and find it and put your hands up. Like he doesn't know the little things. And I think he's young and he's panicking and he's trying to like make a play. But, yeah, he, he just doesn't look good right now. Uh, and vice versa, when you look at what Kirk Cousins can do, you locate 37. So that's why I think Jordan Addison, TJ Hogginson, AJ Dillon, those are my three that I think can score. And we are going to talk about this Wolves because I picked the Wolves to beat the Raptors. And I was like, this is nothing. Like we talked about some of the basketball party with Reggie and Sam. I was like, this is a game where you're like, uh -huh, they're going to blow them out. This is nothing. And then you watch the highlights and you see Anthony Edwards get off. You see Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert go to work. And then you're just like, what, what is going on? How are the Raptors still here? So we'll talk about that next, but we have a word from our sponsors. Yes, we do, Ron. Let's talk about Jace Medical. There's a lot of uncertainty in the world there. Just in 2023, we've had fires, we've had hurricanes, we've had earthquakes, and the trickle-down effect of that, you know, there are supply chain shortages for medication and you want to feel prepared you want to know that you are protected in case of emergency and that's where jace medical comes in with their jace case a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics to treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections it gives you a lot of peace of mind to have those on hand when you need them because it's a hassle if you're feeling sick you're under the weather a loved one is sick it's hard to get an appointment. It's hard to get your prescriptions fulfilled at the pharmacy. It's not easy. If you have it on hand, then you can have some of that security. Uh, you go to jacemedical.com and you consult with their professionals. You get the medication you need. They provide delivery and ongoing consultation. jacemedical.com. Enter the promo code locked on at checkout for a $20 discount on your order. Promo code locked on at jasemedical.com. Well, the Jace case, like he said, 50 plus antibiotics. I mean, come on now, people. With all things going on, 
who doesn't need a good antibiotic on the go? Um, but now it's time to talk about the Wolves. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say about them besides, like, come on, people. Uh, but, Reggie, what, what are your thoughts right now on the Wolves? Give the Wolves an antibiotic. Is that, <laughs> does that work? Um, so, I said on Care 11 yesterday, the Wolves made me look bad. I got on air, talk about, yeah, Timberwolves, they, I think they could be a four seed this year. It's going to be great. And then I got on on uh, Al Gore's internet on this podcast on Wednesday, and I said that they would beat the Raptors by double digits. You Idiot. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Why would I say such a thing? You know, like. You get one of these, Reggie. <laughs> you blew it. You blew it. <laughs> Why would I say these things? Man, they came out looking clunky. They had twice 10-point deficits against the Raptors. Like, what happened up there in Canada? You know, it was interesting. Anthony Edwards scored a game-high 26 points, but he shot 8 for 27, made 6 of 6 free throws, and he was kind of saved by his three-point efforts. He went 4 of 7 from 3. Cat. My goodness, inefficient. Eight for 25 for 19 points. He went two for 10 from three point, and that last three was like as the time was expiring. So that one didn't really, didn't really, I don't know. It counted, obviously, but other than that, he was one for nine from three. And that's just not going to get it done. The Timberwolves as a whole, they shot 34%. 34% from the field, only scoring 94 points. All the star power they have on that team, minus Jay McDaniels, I get it. 94 points on opening night, and that offense just looked clunky. The One of the biggest concerns, and, and Ant talked about it in the postgame, they allowed 34 points in transition. Half-court defense looked good, couldn't do anything in transition, just – just a, a, a terrible effort out there. So, you know, you like to say, hey, it's going to get better this weekend against the Heat, but that's going to be a tough one. And so they got to go back to the drawing board. They got to get some stuff together because that was a clunky offensive performance, bad transition defense. They got to get some stuff going um, in the worst way uh, headed into Saturday's home opener. Yeah, um, I I watched this whole game. And I think it was the first offensive possession. Cat gets the ball 22 feet from the basket and like pivots in a circle and does some kind of lean in junk that clanks off the rim. And that was the whole game. Everyone was just going one on one. There was no ball movement. Shot selection was horrible. And there was no one off the bench to save them either. Like Finch went with a really tight rotation. I was kind of surprised. Um, you know, Troy Brown played five minutes, didn't score. Nas Reed was pretty mediocre, I thought. Shake Milton had as many fouls as he did points. Kyle Anderson wasn't his usual productive self. Like no, and even though he was plus 15 in the in the plus minus, but um just no ball movement. It was stagnant. I felt like Towns was out for himself. I thought Edwards was, you know, like you said, Reggie, put up a lot of shots, but um very, very low efficiency, just not a cohesive effort at all. So, I mean, I know they've got the yips when they go to Toronto, 
but got to see more than that. I mean, that was not that was not a unit that's been together for a year. I got to see more against the Heat on Saturday. Julia, I think Chris Finch said um, they looked sticky out there when they talked about the ball movement. I didn't get mm-hmm. to catch most of the game, um, but. <laughs> Twitter Twitter was not happy with the Wolves uh, on Wednesday night. Um, a lot of the same from last year. And the result, you know, shows that as well. And a mediocre team that the Wolves fall to. I mean, that's why they ended up in a play-in last year, right? Um, yeah, I would also say, you know, the, the too cool for school act only works for Cat if he's uh, producing on the court, right? So, I don't know, um, 17% of their shots were for when they were wide open, and that's it. Uh, it was all, the majority was tight and very tight coverage on mm-hmm. Wednesday. Um, yeah, I, I would hope when they get back here, they look like a different team, but I think, uh, you know, it's only game one of 82, right? So, obviously, there's work to do, um, but hey, at least they're not the Bulls having a players only meeting after game one, right? Could be worse. Could be worse. <laughs> well, <laughs> first of all, I don't know how he could say his team looks sticky without laughing. Um, that was that was this one for me that was very interesting. Um, I'm, I'm immature though, so that's that's my problem. Uh, but no, for, for me, Reggie, I'm with you. Like I felt very embarrassed that I said they were going to be a four or five seed as well. Uh, I felt very embarrassed that I said, this team is going to dominate the teams they should win. They should beat. Um, this is a team that I feel like, like again, walking to the gym, you look over at them. If you're like playing pickup basketball, those are the type of guys you pick up. You look at Rudy Gobert's height. You look at Carlos Anthony Towns' size. You look at Anthony Edwards over there in the corner just dribbling like crazy, shooting deep threes. You look over, you see Mike Conley just looking like a consummate pro. And then you look over at the rest of the bench, and you're like, man, these, these dudes, okay, all right. And you see him get on the court, and I think Sam, I forgot who said it, maybe Sam or Reggie, but defense. I think that's that's the key. Is like That's the other part of basketball that we forget. They can score. They can score in bunches. Um, they like I just feel like they get they got away from their game. And, and maybe this is Minnesota nice within the Timberwolves, but at some point, like Michael Jordan said, this is my team. Kobe Bryant said, this is my team. Anthony Edwards can't be afraid to score 40 points a night. Like, it's almost like they pass it off. Like, he he gets hot, and it's like, okay, somebody else needs to go now. Like, uh, what's that thing? Like, uh, the stupid little kids thing in the morning where everybody made fun of those little kids. Talking about, go, 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 go. Your turn. Go, go. Like, that's what I feel like. I feel Who's like it's next? Like, right, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I don't even know what that is, but it's so weird. I, I hate that. But that's what it feels like. It feels like everybody feels, okay, somebody else needs to go. Like, no. Like, score 81 points on Jalen Rose if you have to. Like, Kobe Bryant did not care. Like, I even love Jordan Poole right now with the Washington uh, Wizards. When you see his teammates, like, with their hands up, like, yo, I'm open. And then he goes to the sideline after, like, yo, I got this. Go get it off the rim. Like, that's Mamba mentality. And at some point, Anthony Edwards and Cat need to get it because this whole passing and getting everybody involved, who cares if you're winning by, like Reggie said, by double digits? Like, just go, go, go after it. Go do what you guys do best. Be the attacker. Don't be the passer. And, and and that passive, to me, is never going to put them in the top three because Kevin Durant, Booker, Steph, Clay, like those are killers. Like I feel like the, 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 the uh, I was going to say Vikings, the Wolves, they, they don't really have a killer. 
Like somebody's got to be the killer. I think it is Anthony Edwards, but I don't know what he needs to be activated. Maybe Reggie needs to go stare him down or something. And I don't know. Like, I, but I feel like he should put a Michael Myers mask on every time he steps on the court and have everybody scared. <laughs> that's just that's just me though. Like I'm hip hop Harry, Ron. You want you want him is. to be hip hop Harry. I don't want to be hip hop Harry. I want him to stop being hip hop Harry. Stop saying who's next. Like stop that. <laughs> stop saying who has a chance. Go go go. Go, 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 Harry. Go, Harry. Yeah. It's one of those TikTok things that I don't understand. It's no, it's like a, I don't even know what that is. It's like a, it was a cartoon or not a cartoon. Sorry. It's like a show. It's like a show. Yeah. It's like, it's like and Barney. Yeah. For, He's basically like Barney and they do people. like hip hop stuff and they yeah. do like dances and, but it's like everybody at the end. Or, I don't know when. Actually, I've never watched the show. I just see it on Twitter all the time because people make fun of some of these kids like nonstop. Oh, comes like, on on Amazon and Tubi. <laughs> Tubi, that should have told yes. you right away. Tubi is Tubi needs to be stopped. Like that, yes. that explains a lot. Of it. <laughs> Tubi must be stopped. Like I just saw a Tubi Twitter video of the cameraman. Like the other cameraman got the other cameraman in the movie, and they oh, didn't yeah. edit it out. Oh yeah, like dude, like ducked around the corner too. Like all right, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just act like y'all see me. On microphone like, in the shot. Oh my yeah. god, Tubi has to be stopped. Like yeah, this is great. this is not okay. Take them <laughs> down. <laughs> but hip hop Harry, yes, they need to stop being hip hop Harry and be Michael Myers, be Freddie, be Jason, be something scary. Like you know, you but, be but funny enough, funny enough, Ron, um, Anthony Edwards. I think it was interesting because he didn't have a he didn't have an efficient night. Yeah, and so he said this, but after the game, he was like, "Yeah." I just I I started to put a little too much on myself and I just started forcing mm -hmm. shots and oh. and X Y Z and so I got to be better. He's like, he's like I got to blame to myself. Yeah, he's like I blame myself. <laughs> I got to be better. And so it's it's interesting because like if he's hitting shots, I think he is continuing. I mean, he took twenty seven of them things. Like I, I think if he if he's hitting those shots, then he's fine. I, I actually don't think he has a problem being like the alpha, like, Hey, look, I'm, I'm putting these shots up. Cause Ant is a guy that's like, look, I'm gonna get mine. I don't right. know. Cat, you, you forcing those shots. You think you're a guard, but, uh, <laughs> but Julia said, I mean, mine. what Julia just said though, like the game plan, like what is the game plan? And that's what I'm, I mean, whoever Chris, knows, right. That's what I'm saying. Chris Finch won't ever tell us. Like, we're not going to like, it's not like Brian Flores. Like we know he's going to blitz. But I just wonder that, like, what is the game plan? Because Anthony Edwards, if he's not driving to the hole and then trying to dish and be the facilitator, like Mike Conley can knock down threes when he's wide open. And if you notice, a lot of the times when Anthony Edwards was thinking about making a move, they would sag off a little bit, kick it out. If they don't sag, keep going. Like, be the guy. Be like Mike. Like, go up, go with the left. Like, un, uh, you don't even need to, but just use the left because you're Michael Jordan and you want to be historic on a Gatorade commercial. By the way, I hate to hate on Michael Jordan fans. That move was unnecessary. All he had to do was lay the ball up on the right side of the hoop. Like, to take it to the left was just doing it for no reason because he's Michael Jordan. He got Jordan. freaky with it. Let him, let him cook. <laughs> let him cook, he was, That was the jelly before the jelly. Like, he he started the jelly and now kids have gotten famous for it. Michael Jordan just, just didn't have the internet. <laughs> but we got to jump over to these Gophers and their winning streak, potentially. Their winning streak, potentially, against Michigan State. I'll kick this one off just because, you know, we're rowing the boat over here. When, when I look at the Gophers, and I'm going to be quick with this one because I don't want to put too much on it just in case we come back next week and they lost. Um, but the, And I don't think they will. Uh, Michigan State is a team that, like, sometimes when you set stuff on fire – 
you want to put it out. But I don't know if you guys remember the Batman movie when uh when when uh Batman's uh butler was telling him about the Joker, the real Joker, the best Joker ever, which is Heath Ledger. He said some people just want to see stuff burn and they don't know why. That was the Joker. That is Michigan State right now. They just want to burn. Like they are they are playing Usher in the locker room every weekend talking about just let it burn. Like they are terrible. So if they are terrible, this is what the Gophers need to do. Zach Taylor, or sorry, Zach Taylor, I combine the names. Zach Evans and Darius Taylor, hopefully are both healthy. Uh, because we never know what the college football deal. Like they lie all week to us, and then all of a sudden this guy's not playing. Uh, but hopefully they're both healthy and they just run the ball down Michigan State's throat. Uh Ethan Calig Manis as well. Hopefully they can get a lead where he can go out there and actually throw the ball to the tight end and he can actually catch it. He can actually make some easy throws and kind of get into the groove of this because he's going to need to throw against Purdue and Illinois. And then of course against Wisconsin. But this should be a game. Ohio State, eh, we'll see. But this should be a game. They should just run over them. This should be a game. Now the weather's not gonna be great. 30th thing, 30 something degrees. PJ Flex said he's turned the air conditioner on in the indoor because he didn't want to be outside and he wanted the players to be cold and get and feel what it feels like to catch a ball in the cold, run the ball in the cold, so on and so forth. Wear whatever you're gonna wear on, on Saturday. PJ's big on that. But this is a team they should be because Michigan State does not want to be there. Mel Tucker is still trying to get them to pay him his money. And so there's a lot hanging over the heads of this Michigan State team. I feel bad for him, but this should be a game the Gophers just run away with. But again, Minnesota sports, it's always close for no reason. Uh, Julia, what do you think about this Michigan State Gophers game? I mean, the Gophers are 0 for 1 against a team that's scandalous this season. So, <laughs> wait a minute. That's a good. Michigan? That's a good poll. That's a good. That's a good point, Julia. I'm just saying. Just saying. You just There's nothing know. wrong with well, videotaping the sideline. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, yeah, we'll see if Darius Taylor and Zach Evans play. I know they had those like injuries that they went out with last weekend. Um, so hopefully they're playing. And then, like you said, Ron, they can just run all over them. If not, um, Ethan and Daniel Jackson got to work out the, the passing game uh, just for extra security in a game that they should easily win. Um also, if defense plays like they did last week, the pass rush uh, against a redshirt freshman quarterback, you know, you look, I don't really know how the guy moves or not. He probably moves a, a little bit better than Iowa's quarterback does. Uh, <laughs> Wait, you were a powder puff quarterback? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Is there footage, though? Is there highlights? No. Can, is there some Julia Daniels power puff? Like, come on now. Got to have the highlight. I know your mom got them. No, no, she wouldn't let me. My sister got hurt really bad during powder puff, so I was not allowed to play. Oh. I know. It's always something like that. They always ruin it for me. But um, yeah, I think I think gophers should be confident headed into this one. Uh, but again, you know, you really can't trust them, can you? <laughs> and one fun fact though, you brought up Jay Jackson. He was the only receiver that caught a pass. Eighth and do 25 passes. He only had two people catch balls for him. Oh the God. tight end dropped one. Corey Crooms dropped three. Like, that was the worst possible yeah. outcome for that game. I think they dropped eight balls. Where's eight. Brevin? Yeah, we would love to see Brevin. Uh, I think everybody off, would. But... I think everybody would. I, at this point, honestly, that? I think Sam and I, we early in the season, we all picked him thinking he was going to be the guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's time to move on from that. He thought. was supposed to be, yeah. yeah. Reggie, what you got? Yeah, it's uh... – 
I don't know. Like the, it's funny. Like Michigan State hasn't won a game since uh, Mel Tucker was the head coach, and that they they lost five straight. And uh, I can't say the whole thing, but uh, Jamel Hill's tweet pretty much summed up that game <laughs> last week against Michigan. Did you see it, Ryan? She's like, I can I didn't confirm. See it, but, she, but my mom was her sixth grade teacher, so I know mm. Jamel. So yeah, so I know she's uh, she's always got something. Funny to say. If they're naughty words, I can censor that with yeah. this. Well, yeah, but she was just like, I can confirm that Michigan State didn't even pinch the you know. <laughs> but um, but but yeah, so coming off a 49-nothing loss, like good lord, you would hope that that Minnesota could do what needs to be done. Seven and a half point favorites. Mm. So that's probably bad news, right? It's probably not a lot. Like, don't do that. Don't don't do that to to Minnesota like that. But honestly, I've still just been waiting to see a heck of a performance from Ethan. Like through seven games, he's 86 of 161, 923 yards, six TDs, six interceptions. Just not anything that's gonna be world beating. And I know this Gophers team leans a lot on the run, but like I just I want to see Ethan go out there and let that bowl cut fly. You know what I'm saying? Like, go out there and let it let it rock, dude. Like, go. You know, I, I don't know. Why you gotta go after that man haircut like that, dude? Dude, if you're gonna <laughs> wear that in the year of our Lord, 2023, go out there and show people. <laughs> he catches like, straight put it back bullets. in. His barber just called a straight bullet for no reason. Put it back in. What is barber? that a, is that a barber cut or is that just a let me just, it you is, know, go, go ahead, Sam. Before the season started, his hair looked nice. We don't know what's going on now. Like, go, he's like the ahead. Dawson Creek quarterback. Like, he, you know, he's every <laughs> early 90s TV quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> That's the cut. <laughs> Sam, what you think about PJ and these? And PJ versus uh, Mel Tucker's assistants. Well, th- this was a while ago, but Ron, you quoted Batman's Butler, and you didn't use the Michael Caine accent. How could like you? You missed a huge opportunity. There. Oh, you're right. You're you should have right. done. You should have done that. I forgot um, about the accent. Do you? You had it right there, though. You had it a little bit. But, um, Bruce, the accent, Bruce. You have to. You have to hang up the Batman cape. Um, <laughs> that's all I got. That's all I got. I think Michael Caine's retired now, by the way. I thought he was I was gonna say rest in peace, but he's not dead. He's just retired. <laughs> um <laughs> that's the funny so, through somebody. I saw somebody tweet that one day, like rest in peace to somebody, and the person was still alive and tweeted, like, man, y'all need to stop. Hey, it happens to the best of us. I think um, it's like Dion Warwick or something. Like somebody <laughs> thought Dion Warwick had died. Oh my gosh. And she joined Twitter just to tell people she wasn't dead. <laughs> Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, we're off the rails. But it's, uh, you know, this is a game where usually I think PJ, when he thinks that they can just win with a ground game, he'll just win with the ground game. I would like to see Ethan develop some confidence with the passing game because they're going to need it if they're going to, like, threaten an Ohio State later in the season, if they're going to beat Wisconsin. I would like to see that cultivated. Um, but Michigan State, they can't run the ball at all. They're averaging like 3.3 yards per carry or something this year. Yeah, it's bad. Their bad. penalty yardage is excessive. Their turnovers, they've got five games this year with multiple turnovers. So, again, 
this is the weekend of Sam's confidence. Sam is confident about the Vikings. He's confident about the Gophers. So we're destined probably for an 0-2 weekend, folks. But hey, it, it feels good to have confidence for once. Uh, but when you think about this, Michigan State also put Hitler on their Drumbotron. So they are literally just imploding. And then they had to make a public apology for Why did that. they do that again? How did so that happen? It's the whole story. No, it was a trivia question. And so Lord. and they're like, yeah, but you guys picked the trivia question and then Seal thought it was okay after you did it. Like with everything going on in the world right now, like with Israel and Hamas and, yeah. and y'all going like put Hitler on the screen, like for the answer, like what? Yeah. So it was a trivia question. It was something about like a, a anniversary. It was a birthday. Too. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was whose birthday is this? Yeah. So it was a, it was a <laughs> he was the right. answer. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> See, that's like when the Avengers talk about going back in time and killing baby Thanos. Like, that's one of those where you're like, why don't we just Wait, go back and like, get the stones? It was that day, the, the day of the game? That they it was like game yeah, on the like, Jumbotron. Yeah, it was like somebody's birthday. Well, I don't know the actual question, but yeah, Reggie said like it was somebody's birthday, blah, blah. And then they give you A, B. Because the Gophers do this, too. They give you A, B, C, D. And the Vikings do it. And you pick. And then when the answer pops up, then the person pops up. And the and answer so, was Hitler. The answer, the answer was, Hitler. was Hitler. So his face was on the jumbotron, and of course, uh, bar Is that enough that he would be a choice? Yeah. But the fact no. that he was the answer. Yep. And so it blew up, and then <laughs> <laughs> talk so about bad. not reading the room. I didn't realize oh. it was that. Yeah, it was that bad. It was that bad. They Another good one, though, like way. the internet, by the way, speaking of uh, Dion Warwick, uh, I don't know if you guys remember when um, I forgot who died, and maybe it was Prince, and somebody was like, Lord, why'd y'all take Prince or something? You should have took Keisha Cole. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh that's God. terrible and Keisha Cole like Cole tweeted it like man forget all y'all <laughs> that is so messed up oh because they were saying like of all the people who could sing why would y'all take Prince oh my God like Lord <laughs> take Keisha Cole instead I was like what are we doing like what is wrong with the internet like yeah hey also oh, also Ron um Michigan State has to do the right thing now, and the only thing that can be done, they have to hire Urban Meyer. That's what they have to do. Urban Meyer is a slumdog millionaire. Did you see him getting caught on his pregame show talking to a girl off like off? He the stage just can't and, help okay. himself. Yeah, and they didn't realize the camera was still on him. He, he didn't can't know it. help himself, man. Good look. What? Oh my gosh. He's like shorter his field pass, so he's probably like, "Hey, I can get you on the field too." Like, you know I mean, what are you doing after this? Like, he's he like in married? the scumbag Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, he's still like, married. It's, it's yeah. He, he is he got not. Caught at the Jacksonville bars. But yeah, he's on demon time at all times. Like, I, I'm, 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 I'm happy for him, but he's he's crazy. I'm happy so, for him. <laughs> he's crazy though. But the other one, Spice Adams told me this last night. I didn't see this. There's a meme of Kirk Cousins getting mad at Jordan Addison for for taking the interception away. He's like, I'm on Monday night. I'm trying to throw interceptions. Stop, <laughs> Stop taking my interceptions away. That's funny. <laughs> I haven't seen that one, but he said NFL memes tweeted that. Like he understood the assignment on the first one, but clearly not the second one. 
Right. You know, and that's where, the, okay, now the joke makes even more sense. I forgot he threw the first one. So, yeah, like he said, Kirk Cousins' team was stopping him from being his best self. <laughs> well, we were up in the press box. We were like, oh, man, he did it again. And then Jordan Addison is still running. We're like, wait, did he catch that? <laughs> I think everybody in the press box was like, oh, oh did man. he catch that? Yeah, if he had thrown three picks that game, oh, my goodness, they would have roasted him forever. Uh, but we got to move on now. Uh, we got a word from our sponsors, but we got we're gonna talk about the wild. Uh, it is hockey season is upon us. This is one of those weird times of the year where you got hockey, baseball, football. Now you got more hockey, basketball, football. Um, so we're gonna talk a little bit about the wild. They're three, three, and one. But before we do that, we have a word from our sponsors. We gave you our locks, and let me remind you that if you are new to FanDuel, if you want to start your account today and you want to match our bets, which I'm sure we'll all win on the NFL, fanduel.com slash locked on. Sign up or use the FanDuel Sportsbook app, and this is the promotion that you can get in the action on at America's number one sportsbook. Bet five, get 200. Two, zero, zero. 40 times your money. Bet five, get 200. That's guaranteed. Win or lose, that's guaranteed cash deposited into your account in the form of bonus bets. And then you've got myriad options in front of you you can bet the spreads the props futures and you've got all the crossover sports you've got baseball going right now nba nhl nfl college football college basketball starting soon so you you literally could not pick a better time to get started at fanduel fanduel is very easy to use they pay out quickly when you win why wouldn't you make every moment more at fanduel and fanduel.com slash locked on fanduel an official partner of the nfl Well, really quickly before we get out of here, Wild, it's time for uh, let's talk a little hockey. Sam, take it away. Yeah, the you can't think of really a more basic start in hockey than a 3-3-1. Three, three, and one. You're treading water. The Minnesota Wild right now lack a defensive identity, and maybe it's because Jared Spurgeon is out. They miss Jared Spurgeon. Um, we thought Brock Faber was going to step in, and he's been good you know, one of their best defensemen, but um, the defense has not been there. They've given up six. They've given up seven um, in the early season. They gave up, I think, four or five against Columbus. Like, it's it, it hasn't been a strong defensive effort. Um, that's okay. I'm here to tell you that don't buy into anything you see in the month of October in hockey. It's kind of like the NBA. Wait till Christmas. Then you can start like really dialing in on game by game, sweating it out. Every year's a new year. It takes a while to get into your rhythm. It takes a while for the coach's structure to get in place. So as long as you're 500, I'm not panicking at all about the wild. Um, let's get Kaprizov going a little bit. Let's see if Spurgeon can come back at some point. That long-term IR is a little bit scary, but um, I, for one, am not worried about a 3-3-1 and wild team. Reggie, time to get the Gus Buzz going a little bit. I think uh, that that has not been the most inspiring efforts. You know, we've seen multiple seven point, you know, six last night. Like it's it's not it's not a recipe for success long term. That's for sure. He's he's goalie number one. You know, like you you're pretty much putting your line in the sand. Like, hey, he's the top guy. And then Flower is going to be in to spell him every now and again. And so 
kind of want to see a better effort from that. Just want to see a little bit more consistency from the Wild. You know, they've they've lost two straight. I mentioned that last night on care. Like, they've lost two straight, but they haven't won two straight just yet. And so just kind of want to see them put together a, a, at least a couple wins to just inspire the fan base because right now it's just it's clunky and not really sure what to expect from this team on a given night. Julia. Yeah, I would say um, defense for sure. I mean, now that Jared Spurgeon is on the long-term IR, they really have to figure this out, right? Because it's been kind of like, well, is he going to be back tonight? Well, you know, what's kind of going on here? Um, yeah, the, the young defense uh, has got to get it together. Also, I, I think they're missing Matt Boldy too, right? Uh, he's He's been out. Um, Kirill, I feel like, Kirill's been trying to carry carry offensively this team, but he's just not had a lot of options. And that goes hand in hand with the defense too. They haven't given him a lot of options. Um, so I, I just more, more balance, more success on, on both ends of the rink too. Um, they're also missing Freddie Goudreau right now as well. Um, but I think the chemistry also, and like you said, Sam, it's, it's October, so it's so early. Um, but the chemistry of this team doesn't look great right now, but definitely has potential for sure. Well, for me, quickly before we get out of here, I mean, you got Eric, Eric, Erickson, Eck, Zuccarello, and Kaprizov all kind of in the same spot. You know, they're the top three leading guys, nine points. Um, but I'm going to go with like Alex Micheletti, Pat Micheletti. Uh, I kind of watch what they say on Twitter and I, every once in a while I'll just ask them hockey questions. And Kirill doesn't look like the Kirill they've seen before, but it's early. It's only seven games in. Um, and, and I think that's what people forget. Basketball is the same way. It's early sometimes. You do want to get those early leads and try to ra- you know rattle off 10 wins and get ahead of everybody else. So when the pack comes back to you, you have a lead versus if you melt down in the end and you don't have any space, you fall back. Uh, but it, it's about getting comfortable again. I'm not big into like, what it takes for hockey, but I'm guessing it's similar to basketball, space, defense, all the little things here and there. The games I've been to for the while, it's about aggressiveness, who's going to be the bruiser, who's going to hit. Um, and I think everybody tries to find their way early. Like you don't really see a ton of fights, uh, a ton of dirty stuff early. Uh, guys are trying to figure out their way and see what the team's going to be, who's going to be the what on the team. But I think if they're if they're going to be great down the stretch, uh, Kaprizov has to be a different beast again. He has to be an all star. Uh, he has to be one of the best skaters on the floor at all times. Uh, and, and that maybe maybe he hasn't have his uh, in season legs back yet. Maybe that's part of it because uh, from what I hear, forty five seconds is about the clip you want to be on the ice for. And if he's going longer, like ninety seconds, as he's done in the past, and he's not able to get it done, maybe that's a problem. But at the end of the day, defense. If you're not knocking people out, if you're not protecting the, the net. It, it doesn't matter. Like you can be as great as you want, but if the if, if they're scoring more than you and you're not able to stop anybody, it doesn't matter. So I think that's probably part of the problem. Uh, real quick before we get out of here, people, 10 seconds. What do you think? Vikings score, Gophers score, who? Uh, sorry, skip the Gophers. Vikings score, Packers, Sunday. What do you got, Julia? Uh, I'm going to go 21-14, Vikes. Reggie. Mm, 31-27 Vikings. Sam. Well, I, I talked a big game in the locks about a 13 and a half point spread, so I gotta do that. Um 33 to 17, Minnesota. Mm. I'm gonna go 24 
to 17 Vikings over the Packers. I'm Ron Johnson. That's Sam Ekstrom, Julia Daniels, Reggie Wilson. This has been Locked On Sports Minnesota's Friday Roundtable. Great sports talk all the time, but you can also download uh, or sorry, subscribe to the Locked On Sports Minnesota uh, podcast on YouTube. Also, Amazon Fire and Roku. And remember the football party four days a week. We got the Vikings, uh, sorry, the basketball party as well. Diving in everything. Wolves and after every game, Check out our postcast. Gophers has been great. Heather Fleck has joined, uh, not on the show, but she's been in the room. So if you want to be in the room with Heather Fleck, make sure you check out the Gophers postgame show after they play Michigan State. And hopefully there's nothing about Hitler around the Gophers. Well, I'm Ron Johnson. Have a great weekend, people. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.